Every business wants to engineer new possibilities, creating revenue, optimizing costs, and scaling technologies like cloud and AI. Start at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud and find the services you need to get the value you seek. Deloitte. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Friday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. It is game day tomorrow for Nebraska in Madison. I am in my fanciest travel clothes because I'm driving up there after the show. Going to eat some cheese curds, drink some spotted cow, and pester you in Madison. (laughs) You have a drawstring uh, on your... I'm not commenting on your clothes, though, because I've worn the same shirt four straight days. <laughs> yes, anything you try to say against me will be taken right but back to just, you. It's just the radio show shirt. I mean, I don't wear this. I just put it on when I get up and take it off when I get done from the show. So it's not. Well, now, is that in bounds, would you say? I wear well, it. Well, okay, let me ask you this. Is this basically your pajamas then? No, no, I don't wear it. I don't wear it to bed. Well, that's just, what it sounds like. No, I just. I just put it. You have radio show clothes before you go into real clothes. Yeah, because I go home and change. I don't wear. This. I dress for the day when I wake up because I, don't I stay here. Yeah, I go home. So I go home, take a shower, and get in my work clothes. This is just get up, throw this on, lay it out by the bed. It's comfortable for the radio show. Okay. Well, yeah. The, the key word is comfort here. Right. You got to be comfortable. Don't be. Don't be wearing anything tight that's going to be you know, causing you some problems. Over yeah. There. I mean, there's. Listen, we're in a pandemic, kind of, and there's a lot of weird stuff that's going on. Um, Trixie was was just disgusted <laughs> last night. Oh, no. What'd she do? Because I gave her the old, you, you know, you may be a redneck if, that routine. You did that. I said, you may be a redneck if you blow your nose in your shirt and keep it on. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a jam. Do you, do you have a routine that <laughs> you do did, that with? That you do, do, you, do you do several redneck jokes I was every in day? A jam, um, and I did it. Um, and I've done. How, it. how was that received by her? <laughs> just utter disgust. Just like roll just, the eye. She's, she's giving up. Just an eye roll and a walk away slowly with the head down, shaking your head. I know that look. I know that walk. I've, I've seen. I've seen that walk on my end before. I know you. I'm sure you have. The eye roll and this, the walk away, the head sagged and yeah. and shaking, just God. like what did I do God. here? What am I doing with this person? God, yeah. What is the deal? Okay, um, I have an idea. What we have not done a roll call in months. Yeah, are we hurting for people? No, I'm just. I'm just curious. We haven't done it for my. I like to do a roll call every once in a while. Yeah, do one. Rip it if out. you're out there listening this morning, 402-464-5685, text us, what's your name, where are you listening from? That's what I want to know. It's a roll call. We don't do it very often. I kind of forgot about it. Nebraska's three and seven. Yeah. We understand if you're a little sleepy this morning because of the situation here in Lincoln, but we'd like to know where you're at, and and uh, you know, thank you for listening to Incredible us Incredible fans out there. Beatrice 
was a pretty full room yesterday. And th- th- now it's not like the people are overjoyed with what's going on, but they're they're still curious and, and inquisitive. And you know, Nebraska fans—they're ma- you know the Nebraskans are matter of fact. You know what? What are you hearing from the text? Line? Uh, I just want to. I just want to read this real quick. Don't seem too dialed into the game today. Go ahead. Well, it, I, go ahead. Last man. last it's night, fine. last night, just real quick, and we'll get to football. Uh, Jordan Bohannon of Iowa set the Big Ten record for most threes in a career. Yeah, he's still playing. <laughs> Thank you on that. Because you said that, yeah. Wet Blanket has chimed in with this take. He says, "Wet Blanket here. Hey, Jake." Jordan Bohannon became the all-time Big Ten leader in three-pointers last night. Imagine if, uh, imagine how many how many he would have had if they had a three-point line when he started playing in Iowa. <laughs> Wet blanket. <laughs> he's he's been there for like seven seasons. Yeah, yeah. Why is he still there? I don't know. Some guys just you know he's like Tommy Boy. He can't move on. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Well, congratulations to Jordan Bohannon. They beat what Alabama State last night. Is that right? I don't even know. Jay, come on. I, I I didn't watch the Iowa game. I don't care about Iowa basketball. I care about them when they play Nebraska their one or two times a year, and that's it. And that's it. Uh, we got listeners from Indiana, Greg in Indiana today. Man, okay. We got uh, Milt in Arkansas. Got Lucas in Grand Forks, North Dakota. We've got David in GI. We've got Brian in Hallam. Cleveland Mike. How about that? People, uh, Kirk in Georgia, Vince in Napa listening this morning. Oh, hello, Vince. All over the country. Yeah. Tuning in. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. Yeah. That's the role. How about call. Lincoln? Yeah, we, we got several Lincoln and Hickman listeners as Anybody well. Anybody listening, Lincoln? <laughs> yeah, people are here. Uh, Eric and Elkhorn uh, is listening to Harrison's here. Yeah, Harrison is here. dragster. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> thing's getting louder and louder, and that's like not what he wants to have. Sounds it like be. he's a drag. His car, his muffler sounds like a dragster at the start line. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, I like it. I mean, I personally like it. I don't it think it's supposed to sound like that. <laughs> Sounds good. If that's your intention to make it sound like that, then it, it works great. But I don't think it's supposed to. Uh, let's see. What else? Matt Campbell? Yeah, you want to hit that real yeah, quick? Yeah. Real okay. Hey, by the way, Nebraska plays tomorrow at Wisconsin at 2.30 in, in Camp Randall. I will be there. You will be there. That's amazing. We'll have a report going. on Monday after that. I'm really glad you're going because it adds to the Monday show. You well, remember how experience. fun it was when I went to Lawrence, Kansas, to watch the, yeah. the Kansas Oklahoma game. How can I forget. I mean, I had I had no dog in that fight. I was just watching to support Lance, our boy Lance, knowing he was probably going to get you know smoked in that game. But they didn't they did not get yeah, smoked not in that game. Right. So maybe maybe you know I just went on the road to watch the Dolphins beat the Ravens. Maybe the key for me to see victories is not seeing them in Lincoln. Going, leaving the city. So if if Nebraska wins tomorrow, I am going to take all the claim for this. No, no, you can't do that. Yeah, I mean, in my presence in Madison is why they won. I, I do well when I travel to road games. I think it's awesome that you're going. I mean, I really do. It'll. It, I think you'll have a lot of fun. You've you've been to Madtown though. Right? I have not. It's oh, my you, first time. I'm sorry. It's yeah. my first. I've been to Milwaukee many many times. So I've never been to Madison though. So I'm looking forward to, to being there, seeing it, seeing okay. it all. Okay, I, I don't have these comments. Do you have the comments? For Matt Campbell? Yeah. I don't. Oh, oh great. Now, this is wonderful. Hold well, on. I was going to go to Scott Frost, you know, but. All right, let's go to Frost first. We'll find a Campbell quote. Okay, so yesterday Scott Frost, yeah, had, his, Frost had his pre, you know his little meeting with the, with the media before they go to Wisconsin. And then he was on the radio last night. Yes, but he was saying to the media in the morning that he is he feels he's really, really happy 
with the interest so far in Nebraska's offensive coordinator position and, and even the other spots on the offense open as well. Interesting. Yeah, what were your thoughts in hearing that? <laughs> well, I think you're naturally skeptical. I, yeah, I was. Yeah. That's what I said. I said this. When, when somebody is expressing a lot of confidence in a, a tough situation, I just, I, I'm more skeptical than I am. You like, are believable. always skeptical. Well, um, I, I think I, I think I've been right so far in my reasons to be skeptical with how yeah, things have turned out. I mean, with Nebraska, you got to. St- I, I mean, I start with a couple things. I mean, it's, it's going to be it's it's lucrative. It's a potentially very lucrative position at a at a prestigious institution. So, and then there's a lot of stability in college football. So, I tend to agree with what Trev Albert said, the AD. When he said, "Look, how many how many coaches are in a real stable situation year to year?" Right? There's some, obviously, but it's it's inherently unstable. And if you can go to a place and make a million dollars and get a two year deal and maybe push for a three year deal, um, I mean, that's you're a millionaire twice over, three times over, maybe. And some guys haven't made that kind of money, or some guys aren't making that kind of money. So maybe some guys did make that money, weren't making that money. Or uh, some guys maybe want to, uh, or put yourself in the shoes of like a sixty-two-year-old. Maybe he wants to wrap it up mm. at a place um, where he, where you know, he's making a million dollars. So that's or a young guy or a young coach who's not used to that kind of money. Maybe he's made it a little bit, but not. You know, he get he has a chance to make two more years. So I'm going to ask you then. It's not just chasing money, though. I don't want to say I, it sound like that. I'm going to ask you. From what you have been hearing, or have, or lack of hearing anything, do you, do you believe that there has been a lot of interest in that job from at least qualified candidates? For I can't. It? Say there that. might be a lot of interest in it, but what kind of candidates are we talking about here? Yeah, I can't say for sure that I. I mean, I know there's, I know there's, I know a couple. You got to be careful what I say because I've noticed the other in recent days people take snippets of what you say and and post it on various forms of social media uh i i hey i would say yeah there's i know there's been interest i know there's been no i think there's they've made a run at a few guys that have that have considered it and maybe moved on but that's all right that you're gonna get that right so it's there's in, in in these things there's there it gets really weird when you don't exactly know if you're not exactly on the phone calls that are happening um, because you you can get misinformation there there can be guys in these situations that tell you that there was interest in him that, that when there really wasn't you know sometimes that happens because they get their name out there so you always got to be sort of careful um, the int- the most interesting thing to me about it. And you can read Scott's comments. Is I, I think if I were doing it, <laughs> I mean, I would probably be inclined to give the offensive coordinator that you're hiring autonomy with the staff. Yeah, and Frost uh, addressed that yesterday, and he seems sort of open to it, but not fully open to it. <laughs> right, which is odd, right? I, I mean. Yes and no. It's his staff. I let's let's it's go. Scott's staff, right? At the end of the day, does he want to cede that, cede all that power to one guy? I don't know. I mean, that's it, it's his, at the end of the day, that is still his staff. 
He's the head coach. You remember how that went, I mean, in 2017 when Nebraska hired a defensive coordinator that already had spots in place here? Bob Diaco, yeah. remember that? How that went I defensively yes. for Nebraska? Yes, I do remember that. They didn't go over very well. So, I don't know where I stand on that in terms of, of if I think it's important for the OC to hire all of his own guys or if it's Frost's job to hire all the other guys. But I do think it's important that they somewhat know of each other beforehand and, and if they can mesh here. Oh yeah, you right. Would, yeah, um, yeah. All that is all that is makes this challenging, right? That's that. All of that speaks to the high level of challenge. That's what I would say. Yes. So we'll see again exactly when things happen with the OC position and the other spots in the line and you know receiver and running backs, but uh, as of now, still no hires. Not surprising there. It's, it's, it's still early in that process, and we'll see if it takes till the end of the season when you get some guys in there, which I would assume. Right? Uh, Wouldn't you expect? We would not hear a hiring announcement before the Iowa game, right? Wouldn't you uh, assume it would be after not, that? The, uh, that's a good question. I would not rule that out. That, I, that is a week from today, the right. Iowa game. I, I, I'm going to sit here surprised if we have an answer on Nebraska's offensive coordinator, before that day. Me. Maybe you're not. I will be surprised. Okay. And I don't get surprised very often. Okay. What what Scott said, by the way, about that, um, he said the coordinator may not have the unilateral ability to bring whichever assistance he wants to round out the staff, but will will potentially have some say. Potentially. Potentially. Said, if I was get, he said, Frost said, if I were getting hired as a coordinator somewhere, I might have a guy or two that I felt strong about bringing with me, so we'll just have to fit the puzzle together. Okay. I'd say he's just keeping an open mind. That's fine. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. By the way, wet blanket on the text line is back again. He says, if Nebraska wins tomorrow when Jake is there, we need to start a GoFundMe page to send Jake to Ireland next fall. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably just pay for that one myself. Yeah. 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 I don't need. I don't need your guys' GoFundMe. If you want to go fund some beers for the trip, sure. Let's go with that. I'll do a. I'll do a beer say, fund. I'll do a. We can I mean, do a beer fund. You know, put yeah. hundred bucks in that. Jake can come up with that. I, money. I can probably afford uh, that. If you want to, you know, put some beer fund money there, some slush fund. That's fine. I'll yeah, accept Ireland. That. We're gonna be. Yeah, we're gonna be dealing with Ireland. Yes. That'll be. Fun. You know, this show that time is noon to two. There's a good chance we could still do this show if I go. And if you go, you know, you I'm, go, well, I'm going. Well, yeah, maybe you could you could do the show up there too. Yeah, up there. I don't know what is it up there. Where, where well, is? Of course, it? it's up there. It's north of the. I mean, it's northeast of us all. Up okay. there. I always I never know what to say about Wisconsin. Are we going up to Wisconsin? Yes. Are we? Are we? It's north. Going, it's north. But aren't it's we north just going east. east? No, you're going northeast. East and if up. you're going to Iowa City, you're going east. But guess what? Madison then goes up north I hope of you're that. Right. I hope. I hope you're. Who, who, who would describe going to Mich- to going to Wisconsin as just out there? It's up there. You're going up there. Like you, you go up to Minnesota. You go up to South All Dakota. Right. You go up to Madison. <laughs> you go down to Oklahoma. You know, yeah, down you're right. Geography. You're right. I'm looking at. Remember, it. Montana does not touch the Four Corners. Remember this. Right. We're talking geography here. Right. Yeah. Trying to help you out. Yeah, here. you definitely go over and up. Okay. Uh four six four five six eight five caller text as always. So yesterday you, you called me about this interesting Matt Campbell quote, the Iowa State head coach. Yes, this was an odd comment that went viral. Yes. Um yes, it went viral. I, I was listening on the radio. So Matt Campbell, the Iowa State head coach, um in 
he says that he knew a, a Big 12 championship was the goal of many, but makes it clear that it was not really his goal. He said, after clearing things up, he says, my goal has always been one thing, and that's to become the best version of ourselves we can become. Hmm. Hmm. This is a team, by the way, uh, in Iowa State that was, I think, number seven preseason, which I know preseason polls are, are whatever. You can could, you could have any thoughts on those as you want. But they were seen as a, a, a team that was for sure going to be pushing Oklahoma and anybody else for the Big 12 title. Mm-hmm. And, and people aren't exactly sure of why he was not saying the Big 12 championship was the goal before the year. Yeah, Brady Quinn was one of the commentators that was flabbergasted by by Campbell's statement. He said, I can't believe, Brady Quinn said, I can't believe he actually said that out loud. We're not working for participation trophies. We're trying to win championships in football games. Yeah, Campbell Campbell said, my goal has always been one thing, and that's to become the best version of ourselves we can become. That's really, that's really, I, I mean, it's good in one, from one standpoint, it's open to interpretation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it sure is. <laughs> that, uh, so not a lot of pressure there. Um, <laughs> I, uh, it, it's so, so it'd be kind of hard to read that. We don't know what Jamie Pollard's comments on that were, or the yeah. AD there, if he said anything. For it's kind of nice. It's a nice thing. It's a nice thought. It's a nice thought that my mom would appreciate. My mom's a nice woman. Um, and she, I, can, I understand what she'd say. She'd say, well, what's wrong with that? Isn't that what we're all trying to do? <laughs> I guess, Mom. Uh, but not, yeah. You don't say that out loud though, when you had a head coach making millions of dollars in a program. <laughs> in a hotly competitive environment. Right. With with a top 10 preseason team, oh, by the way. Yeah, but it does lessen the pressure a little bit, right? I'm just trying to become the best version of myself. How, how do you know if I'm doing it or not? Right. I don't. I, I'm just that? curious what, what people that? think about that comment in general. Like, what if Scott Frost said that here? Mm. If Scott Frost said that's, that the goal for Nebraska was to become the best version of themselves, like that's something I envision Mike Riley saying here. If Scott said, "I'm not worried about winning the West Division," which that's got to be the, that's where Nebraska's first goal has to be, right? Right. Pretty yeah, much. Yes, that is the goal. Pretty much. Win the division. Yeah. If Frost said, "Can you imagine?" the reaction if frost said that our goal is not necessarily to win the big 10 west it's just to be the best versions of ourselves every day that would not go over well here it would go over very poorly in nebraska so we've gone from a nine win standard to the best versions of ourselves uh (laughs) okay that's beautiful now i know there are a lot of people supported what he said too though i was listening to uh serious espn radio um, yesterday, and Ben Harstock and whoever he had on with him were very—they were pretty supportive of what Campbell said. Like, what? What's 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 the furor about? So, I, I don't know. Well, I I understand both sides. I mean, if you are a competitor and you know you have goals within the season out there, you might say, "What is this?" You know, the goal is that you need to have a season goal. Is it is it a certain win total? Is it beating a certain team? Is it getting to a bowl game? Is it winning the the division? Like that's. I think how, how people would, you know, if you're a competitor, you'd want to approach the season, have a goal in place. You know, not, not every team knows that they can't win the national title. You know, there's a certain amount of teams that they probably can actually have that, that goal before the year, and some teams just can't right now. But you can have a, a realistic goal of making a bowl game, getting eight, nine wins, beating your rival, 
mm-hmm. winning the division, that's things that are attainable. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I get why a competitor might say that that's a terrible thing to say, what yeah. he said about yeah. we want to be the best version of ourselves, not really set a, a goal out there for the season. Yeah, it's curious because he's, I, I, he's got to be a hotly competitive guy. He's, he's obviously an accomplished coach. So he has his way, and it's fine. It's I don't know that – I mean, I understand, like, why Brady Quinn and guys like Brady Quinn are getting after him a little bit for that. He said uh, – Brady Quinn said – I don't know, Jake. Do people know who Brady Quinn is? Yeah, Brady Quinn is on the show right before us, by the way, on Fox Sports Radio before we go live here. He said, I have no idea what the thought process behind saying that publicly. He said, it's got to be bad for recruiting. And you think about all the guys who came back on their team this year. They have a few mm. players – you have a few players that could have gotten drafted, could have left for the NFL. They came back because they wanted to win the Big 12. They wanted to have a shot at, at going to play for the college football playoff. When you start the rank, when you start the season rank number seven, that's your goal, or maybe it isn't. Well, again, maybe I, it isn't your I goal. see both sides. That I get, yeah. If you're number seven, you should have aspirations to win your conference and and maybe get to the playoff. Yeah, people are saying they were a dark horse playoff team. Yeah, you're right. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. So maybe this is Brady Quinn's way of not admitting failure. I mean, I wouldn't say they have failed. They're six and four, but they have not. They can't. I mean, maybe they maybe they are achieving what they want to achieve. You know, maybe that's what this is, and maybe it's just a it's sort of a new agey way to look at it. Kind of a new you know new age coach method. It's changed. Life's changed. Bo Schembechler never would have got away with saying that. Woody Hayes. Um, they would have been crucified um, at that time. You can't. It, the world's changed, and this might be kind of new agey stuff. Okay, yeah. Do you, you see what I'm where I'm going? Yeah, but don't I put a lot of pre- you don't want to put a lot of pressure on the kids. Um, just get better every day, and and don't worry about those kind of hard and fast objectives that the rest of the you know that the fan base looks at the the that sports fans look at just. Just take care of what you got to take care of. That's not a terrible message. I've been seeing some different articles out there and some some takes from people saying this could this could hurt Matt Campbell's ability to get to a bigger job. I don't believe so. I mean, look, the obviously it has not been the year they want it to be. They 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 have not been a a number seven team this year. They have not played to that level. I don't know, Jake. I I I don't know. I wonder about if that. He I mean, can that's still not playing, get a big time job. That's not playing in the SEC. You haven't even people, heard his. You, people have not mentioned his name this cycle for some reason. Because right? he's six and four. But he? I, I, yeah, he's had. A, he's had a. You know, they're still six and four. It's not horrible. He's getting mentioned a little bit. I just kind of forgot about his name. Yeah, yeah. Because we hear about James Franklin. We hear about Luke Fickle. We heard about Mel Tucker who's going to stay at Michigan State. He hasn't signed yet, yeah. but he's going to stay likely. Yeah, Luke Fickle. Luke Fickle's a name you, you hear. I mean, Lane Kiffin is rumored to be going to Miami if they fire Manny Diaz yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well. I mean, who are you taking, Kiffin or Campbell? Come on, probably seriously, yeah, Kiffin, Kiffin. Yeah, Kiffin. Yeah, exactly. But but it, it's still it's a name that we've heard so much the last couple of years, and he's not. They're not horrible. They're I, six th- and four. He's gonna in the SEC. That comment will get thrown back at. Well, him. maybe he goes to USC then. Yeah, doesn't have to go to the yeah. the SEC. No, yeah, no yeah. one said he had He'd to probably go. play better at USC. Yeah, it might work well yeah. there or Washington possibly. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I, you have to ask yourself at some point, is there, is there a ceiling at Iowa State? And what is the ceiling? Yeah, you absolutely have to ask yourself that question. Like how, how close, he might have hit it, right? Let me ask you this. How, cl- how close to you, in your opinion, are the ceilings for both Iowa and Iowa State, those two teams? Are they, are they, are they the same? Yeah. 
I'd say pretty close. And, I, and Iowa has had a 12-0 regular season six years ago, which they lost the they lost in the last seconds of the Big Ten the, title the, game. The ceiling's going to change, though, there, because, because I was in the Big Ten and not leaving the Big Ten, and it's yeah. always going to be tough to win a conference championship in that league. Not true with Iowa State. So it's a little different in that regard. Yeah, their conference is about to get easier with, that, with Oklahoma, Texas yeah. leaving. Yeah, so soon. I mean, one part of that conversation that's interesting is Iowa State might be able to achieve more in whatever whatever conference structure it's in, but that doesn't mean they've, they're better than Iowa. And it certainly doesn't mean that right now because Campbell's never beaten them. Never Iowa. beat them. Right. So Iowa's a better program than Iowa State. Um, but their ceilings to you are are the same, well, or is Iowa different. State higher? There's so much. There, It's just different because the level of competition is so much harder for Iowa. I mean, how, how are they going to win the Big Ten? I mean, they're going if they get to well, the Big been, Ten championship close. If they get to the Big Ten championship game, though, they'll be the underdog, and right now they'd be a major underdog. They have a chance this year, by the way. I mean, they're they're pulling. Those Iowa fans are pulling for Nebraska hard this week. Not next week, though. <laughs> So what a week situation here. Yeah, this week, though, Iowa fans, you, you are locked arms with Iowa fans this week, Jake. How's that feel? You and Iowa. Don't you dare. <laughs> don't you. you Iowa fans, and Iowa black fans, and gold, don't you even dare try you to lock are locked arms with locked arms with Iowa fans. You are breaking no, don't bread. Even, don't put that on me. You are don't breaking you bread. Don't put that on me. You. <laughs> They're not invited to my Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter, you, can, you guys can have fun on Saturday while you're at the game on your phone. Tweeting with Iowa fans, wouldn't that be? I'm fun? not going to engage with them. You try it. You tweet at me. I'm. I'm, I'm going to shut you down. I will say, nope. Didn't see it. Didn't see it at all. You guys are cheering for the same team this week. Iowa, Nebraska, linked together. Jake, it'll, it'll feel even better when they're rooting for their team next week and Nebraska beats them. Right? Oh, yeah. Thanks for rooting for us. You gave us some support. Now we're coming for you. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe people aren't too riled up about Campbell. I. I, I there was a lot of people talking about it yesterday. Okay, well, here's uh, some text about Matt Campbell on the text line, 464-5685. Um, let's see, David and GI says, it sounds like a way to deflect a semi-disappointing season. Yes. Say our goal was not to win the Big 12, it was just to be better. He says it's never been our goal to win the Big 12. Real interesting. That's interesting. Okay, how about this? Someone Regarding the goal that Matt Campbell listed, we have a texture that says this. I'm sure he looks at it like this, that if you accomplish that goal, the wins and the championships will come. Yeah, yeah. That's if you, a good if, way you, to put if it. your goal is to be just a better version of yourself every yeah, day, yeah, yeah. then the winning takes care of itself that and the championships sense. take care of themselves. Makes sense. That makes sense. It does. I mean, it's not, ex- yeah, it makes sense. What else? Uh, Eric and Elkhorn says, would Iowa State make sense in the Big Ten? They also need time to adjust, just saying. They're not coming to the Big Ten. Nope. I don't think it'd go over well for them in the Big Ten. I don't. Good basketball program. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just we can want, speak from experience listen. on that count. Okay, it might not go well for them in the yeah, Big Ten. Yeah, uh, it's not going well for, <laughs> right. for us in the Big Ten. Yeah, we we know what that picture looks like, and we and we know the challenges. I just, I, I'm also curious if if Matt Campbell does move on. I know he's not achieved a Big Twelve championship, but they he's made Iowa State respectable, which they had not been for a long time. If he leaves there, will they go back to being crappy and being three and nine and two and ten? You know the answer to that. Depends who they get. They could get better. It's just you got to, you got to, you got to. What's become very apparent is you got to strike gold with your head coaching hire somehow, somehow. And it's it 
you know, it, it's not a crapshoot, but it's really, it looks, to me, it looks like it's very difficult to find those right guys. And right now in this cycle, nobody really stands out too far, right? Other than like Luke Fickle. Um, Do, okay, does your gut. Aranda. Does your gut tell you that Luke Fickle is leaving or staying? Depends. It just depends what job we're talking about. Well, he's going to have a lot of options there. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he would go to USC. Why not? Um, he's got like six kids. I don't know if he wants to, you know, move across the country and relocate his family to a place that's so radically mm-hmm. different. Um, so I, I mean, I think it just depends on the job with Fickle. Would he take LSU? I don't, I don't think he'd be a fit at LSU. That LSU job, the coaches know that that place is a mess, and LSU might. You, you might be surprised by how many guys stiff arm that job. Where, where is Luke Fickle a fit at? Besides I mean, Cincinnati, if you were to move on, where does where does he fit? Okay, fit at Michigan. Hypothetically, State really well. if 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 James Franklin went to USC, would would Luke Fickle be the yeah. guy at Penn State? Well, I don't know the if he'd guy? be the guy, but I, that would be a better fit. That would be a good fit. I just envision him in a Big Ten type conference yeah it almost feels like he might he might be waiting for a, a coach to leave and yeah take that I, i'm spot. not convinced he's gonna leave either i he might just say i'm just gonna keep i'm just gonna well, make cincinnati I, an annual power but i tell you this if if they go undefeated and they missed out in the playoff that you're yeah you you know what you need to know at this point uh-huh. you're just not gonna get in until they expand it to eight or, or whatever well, that, teams might be, be. that might be happening pretty wait quickly. it out yeah might be happening pretty quickly we'll see maybe his goal isn't to win a national championship maybe it's just to get better every day luke fickle all right, Luke, uh, Luke Campbell. I mean, one, there. A, a, a one thing about that is it it is it does speak to that whole notion that you just control what you can control. I mean, Cincinnati can't control that playoff situation. So if he had that sort of mindset, guys, we just got to do the best we can every day, and don't worry about the stuff we can't we can't control because there's a lot you can't control. So that in I mean in a, in in some ways that would make sense. You know, for for a guy like Fickle to say it, just saying. Before we get to break, it is hard to win games in football. Hard, hard to win games in life, but I can give you a win right now. If you're looking for a win Please this do. holiday, this holiday, call us right now four zero two four six four five six eight five. Your chance to win a pass to the magical lights of Seward Light Show starting Black Friday, going through December twentieth. It's a twenty minute light show. Awesome old music, new music. It's a half-mile loop. takes 20 minutes. And you, if you don't win the tickets right now, you can still get them online at MagicalLightsOfSewer.com slash ticket. But caller 5 right now at 402-464-5685. We'll get their win this holiday via the Magical Lights of Seward. Again, you can book your reservation online with the ticket we give you. Come by and pick it up at the station. Um, and you go to MagicalLightsOfSewer.com slash ticket to reserve your spot. I guarantee you it's a thing you do not want to miss this holiday. Get your win with the Magical Lights of Sewer. When we come back, let's take a look at the Big Ten slate this weekend. What games stick out? What games just aren't interesting at all? That's next on Early Break in the Ticket. Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward, 
and take your breath away like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by Leaf owners globally since 2010. 2023 Aria has limited availability. All-wheel drive expected availability early 2023. Subject to change.